We all believe we'd run into the burning building. But until we feel that heat, we can never know. Now, generally, I pride myself in not getting lost in a Christopher Nolan film until at least halfway through. OK, I'm willing to put up with a certain amount of mystery going in, like a terrorist attack on a classical concert in Moscow countered by American troops pretending to be Russians. Hey, why not? You do. You chose to die instead of giving up your colleagues. Our hero is captured, but avoids questioning by taking a suicide tablet. He wakes up, he's star John David Washington, so of course he wakes up, to be greeted by Martin Donovan in that thankless role, Basil Exposition. That test you passed? Not everybody does. Welcome to the afterlife. It turns out that the Battle of the Opera House was a test, an incredibly elaborate, costly test to see how brave and patriotic our man is. Well, I call him our man. John David Washington, son of Denzel Washington, doesn't actually have a name in Tenet. But he does have a mission, explained to him by Clemence Poesy. Well, I say explained. To do what I do, I need some idea of the threat we face. As I understand it, we're trying to prevent World War Three. Prevent World War Three, eh? That's the sort of thing nameless heroes have been doing since the days of 007. But it's not as easy as this. Is there a nuclear holocaust on the horizon? No, something worse. Something involving time travel. What are these villages like us? Travelling forward through time. They're the ones going backwards. Can you tell which is which? How about now? And when I say something involving, you know I mean something incomprehensibly entangled, where rat bags from the future are invading the past. You know, like Terminator, but doing it backwards. That's right, one timeline goes this way, the other goes that way. We're going to need some help. All I have for you is a word. Tell it. It'll open the right doors. Some of the wrong ones, too. Now, one thing Christopher Nolan can do is rope in a particularly attractive cast. Aside from Clemence Poesy, we're joined by Robert Pattinson as a mysterious sidekick. Aaron Taylor-Johnson as an even more mysterious sidekick, possibly from the future. And, of course, Nolan regular Sir Michael Caine. I gather you have an interest in a certain Russian national. He can communicate with the future. Time travel? No. Inversion. As always with Michael Caine in a Christopher Nolan film, you wish there was rather more Michael and rather less film. Time to introduce the villain, another Nolan regular, Sir Kenneth Branagh, as a dodgy Russian billionaire with a hotline to the future and a troubled wife, the gorgeous and statuesque Elizabeth Debicki, who's worth watching in anything. Who's the America? He seems nice. I invited him to the dinner. Good with fists for a diplomat. 
Now, the idea of time running both forward and backwards is bad enough. I defy anyone to watch an action sequence in two time directions at once and not get confused, even when it happens again later in the film from the other direction. I know, that sentence makes no sense to me either, and I wrote it. Name it and pull the trigger. You're shooting the bullet. You're catching it. Oh. Well, I've said too much. Well, we'll try and keep up. So since I'd basically been cast adrift from the narrative at this stage, I looked out for other things to divert me, of which there are surprisingly many. Christopher Nolan may be too clever by several halves, but he knows how to stage a scene and fill it with interesting characters. Seems bold. Bold, I'm fine with it. I thought you were going to say nuts. Robert Pattinson and John David Washington as the two time-travelling buddy cops are surprisingly likeable, as are Clemence Posey and Elizabeth Dubicki with rather less to do. And I'd like to put a word in for an actress with the best name since Tuppence Middleton last year, Bollywood star Dimple Kapadia. You have to start looking at the world in a new way. Dimple plays anti-heroine Priya, whose job is to confuse our nameless hero, if ever there was a job that didn't need doing. So I watch the cast doing whatever they're doing throughout Tenet and relish the scale of the action. I can't remember when I last saw such gigantic big-budget action on a big screen. March? Christmas? I have no idea what you're getting yourself into if you go through that door. It's slow motion when I dance. Well, I'm going, so any tips will be welcome. Ain't no time on faces scams. But even halfway through, not only was I not remotely tempted to see Tenet again sometime in the future, I was starting to regret having to see the rest of the film even once. As Taluda Bankhead once said about an equally hollow experience, there's rather less here than meets the eye. 